0: This episode today was not planned. Consider this as a prequel to my season 2, where I will try to use science to make sense out of different training interventions. In this episode, I would want to discuss the science behind discrimination. Recent events like George Floyd, lingering events like caste system, and religious riots in India provoked me come out with this episode. Discrimination is a result of how our brain processes information. Since birth, we try to discriminate. Big from small, soft from hard, etc. Then we move to understand categories by perceiving differences. Things like cricket ball, tennis ball, basketball, football. All these are balls but have subtle differences in terms of the size, hardness and usage. As we grow we improve on our category learning. We have our typical categories, few strange ones and then exceptions. Categories help our memory organize better. This also helps us recognize faces Have you ever took a while to recognize somebody whom you don't meet often due to a change in hairstyle or due to change in the style of the spectacles? Do you successfully categorize ethnicity-based facial features or skin color? Okay, hold on to the thought here. We will touch on this aspect later in this podcast. Now, as we grow up and start performing complex motor activities, we experience complex events. Events like going out for dinner. How do we know what we need to do when we do such, such a need arises? In our daily life, we do it effortlessly. But how do we learn it? These events in your life are organized with the help of schemata. Schemata is a pattern of thought or behavior that organizes categories of information and relationships among them. How it is organized or the relationships that we derive is a function of the ecosystem around us. Language too plays a very important part in all this. Language is the tool we use to interact in society. Lev Vygotsky's theories stress the fundamental role of social interaction in the development of cognition. He believed strongly that the community plays a central role in the process of making meaning. For Vygotsky, the environment in which children grow up will influence how they think and what they think about. Adults transmit the culture's tool of intellectual adaptation that children's internalize. Now, when we combine the power of perceptual learning and social interaction, we have a potent weapon that can help us make moral decisions, like right from wrong, good from bad. Should I choke George Floyd to death because of his skin color? Should I be afraid if I see a person in a skull cap? Should I make fun of a dwarf? Should I use slur jargon around me like nigger, chamar, bhangi? All these questions will have a different meaning for different societies because of the difference in social interactions. But the perceptual learning in all of them stays almost the same. Society as a whole needs to stitch a web of positive influences around kids using language as a tool storytelling as a medium actions as a reinforcement let's take a pledge to be aware of our biases let's take a pledge to work on them and let the upcoming and present generation thrive in positivity do write to us at thinking aloud by us at gmail.com with your thoughts and feedback see you again soon